Reasons for Living As an almost 30-something and almost middle-aged woman, I went through and suffered a series of losses. I lost my father and grandfather, grandmother and stepdad, but then I got through those experiences with tact. I remained sustained and in good health at best. Three years later, I started to lose interest. It wasn't that I wasn't happy. I didn't know I was not well. Happiness is not the opposite to depression. It's vitality. We lose to bad health. I'd come home from work and see voicemail on the answering machine. Instead of excitement or curiosity, who had called me, I felt a dread of the energy I would need to respond to them all. I might feel peckish at lunchtime and fancy a sandwich, but the effort involved to get out a plate, open my fridge, butter the bread, cut it up, chew and swallow. It felt to me like the stations of the cross. It got the better of me too. One day I was wondering whether I could survive as my depression consumed me in myself. Then found only re- the only reason to live was as not to upset anyone else. One of the things about it is, even whilst I'm going through the difficulties, they sound ridiculous. Anyone can answer the phone or eat lunch, or take a shower, get dressed, go out and deal with it. But I was wholly in its grip, and I was unable to figure out any way around it. And, and so I began to feel myself going, doing less, and thinking less, and feeling less. It was a kind of nullity, a parody of overcoming schizophrenic delusions, paranoia and invincibility. Then the anxiety and depression set in. I'd almost come to the end now. The real pain was to begin. Then one day when the phone did ring, I somehow managed to pick it up. I told that person, I need help and fast. I have depression so bad I'm about to give up. The next day I started with more medication, this time antidepressants. I had two advantages, so that was a good starting position. One, the first is that I knew objectively speaking that I had a nice life. And if I could just get well or stabilise, there was something at the end worth living for. The other is that I had access to to as much treatment as I could endure. But nonetheless, I emerged and relapsed. Emerged and relapsed. Emerged and relapsed. And finally understood I would have to be on this medication also for the rest of my life. There's this false moral imperative that seems to be around all of us. 
that treatment for depression, the medications as such, are an artifice and that it's not natural. I think that's misguided and conclusive weapon to seize and fight my battle. It would be natural for people's teeth to fall out, but there is nobody militating against toothpaste, no doubt. So now people say, you take these happy pills, so do you feel happy? And I don't. But I don't feel sad about having to eat lunch, take a shower, or put on my coat. And I don't feel sad about the answering machine. I feel more, in fact. I think because I can feel sadness without nullity to absorb. While I hated being depressed and would hate to be depressed again, I found a way to love my depression and take it as a friend. I love it because it has forced me to find and cling to joy. I love it because each day I decide, sometimes gamely and sometimes against the moment's reason, to be kind, employ and cleave to the reason for living.